I, I better preach to you at least a little bit, right? If you didn't bring a, a Bible with you, hold up your hand real high. And uh, let's rejoice over some things and talk about some things. If you didn't bring a Bible today, hold your hand up real high and they'll, they'll put it up on the screen for us as well. You heard them uh, refer to the scripture in Isaiah, Isaiah 9 and 6, 7 I believe it was, but I want to look at that again, Isaiah 9 and 6, Isaiah 9, 6 says, Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Anybody know who this is talking about? Jesus, the Master, the Messiah, the Redeemer. The King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Do you call him Lord? Yes. Your Lord? Yes. We This time of the year we celebrate the, the giving of the Son. And uh, there's speculation about when the exact date is. I, I don't know that uh, anybody that I've talked to acts like they really know. But we do know this. He was given, right? The greatest gift, the gift of God's Son, was given. Notice this in John 3, a very familiar uh, passage of Scripture, John 3.16. It says, for God so loved the world that he did what? He did what? He gave his only begotten Son. Now, you know, this... This tells us volumes about the nature of the Father. He's the creator. He's almighty God. Everything, our life, our breath, everything is in his hand. Gravity, the, sun, the burning of the sun, everything is upheld every millisecond by his power. Uh, he could have demanded. He could have required. But, but here you see who he is and what he is. What did he do? He gave to us what we so desperately needed. Adam and Eve and every human being after them had made the wrong choice and yielded and submitted to, to sin and to wrong and had lost themselves. And man needed a redeemer. Man needed salvation. And instead of God just, you know, how many know God could have caused this uh, son of ours to go supernova and there wouldn't have been an earth <laughs> and he could just start it over somewhere else right just hmm? he didn't just uh, annihilate us and, and delete us he sent us a savior God so loved the world that he did what he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Somebody say he gave, he gave, he gave. 1 John 5 and 11. 
First John 5 and 11 says, This is the record that God has given to us eternal life, and this life is in His Son. He gave us Jesus, and in, He gave us His Son, and in giving us Jesus, He gave us eternal life. The Bible says that the life is in the blood. Well, Jesus didn't have an earthly father. He was born without an earthly father. Now, I know some folks don't believe that. But if you don't believe that, you're not saved. (laughs) You're not a Christian. It's real simple. If he wasn't born uh, the way the Bible said that he was, he's just a man. And how could he be our Savior? But he is born, his father, uh, the creator, and the life of the father is in the blood of Jesus, the blood of the lamb. And that life is eternal life. That life is in his son. Somebody say God has given given. eternal life. life. Hebrews 6 says, talks about it like this, it says that Jesus refers to him as the heavenly gift, the gift from heaven. Ephesians 2.8 says, you're saved by grace, uh, by grace you're saved through faith, that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works lest any man should boast. Eternal life is the gift. Jesus is the gift. Salvation is the gift. Somebody say the gift. Second Corinthians nine fifteen, uh, to me, kind of summarizes this. He said, "Thanks be unto God for His unspeakable gift." What does that mean, unspeakable gift? Let me read some other translations. The New Living says, "Thank God for His Son, a gift." Too wonderful for words. Too wonderful for words. The easy to read says, Thanks be to God for His gift that is too wonderful to describe. How do you say? You can use every adjective. You can use every descriptor. You can talk in tongues. And you still hadn't told it. We, you and I, at this point, do not realize what we've been given. We know we can get happy, we can rejoice that we don't have to go to hell, we don't have to pay for our sins, that we're going to heaven. That's a lot to shout about. But that's not all there is to it. We do not yet know fully what He gave us when He gave us Jesus, when He gave us eternal life. When he gave us the gift that is beyond description. We could rejoice by faith though, couldn't we? I said by faith we could rejoice. The Amplified says, now thanks be to God for his gift, precious beyond telling, his indescribable, inexpressible, free gift. What's he talking about? Jesus, his son. Salvation, eternal life. 
He gave us forgiveness. He gave us washing in the blood. He gave us the righteousness and holiness of the Christ himself, which made us acceptable to the Father. That we could come boldly to the very throne without the sense of shame and condemnation and guilt, without any fear of judgment now or any time in the future. That is a gift too wonderful for words. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thanks. I want to read it again. Thanks be to God. For his gift. You ought to say it out loud. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. For, his gift. For his gift. Precious beyond telling. His indescribable. Inexpressible. Free gift. Free gift. Free gift. Free gift. Indescribable. Inexpressible. Free gift. Now, 1 Corinthians 4 7 says this. 1 Corinthians 4 7 says, What do you have that you didn't receive? What do you have that you didn't receive? If you have something that's been given, it's because you received it. No matter how great the gift is, no matter how wonderful the gift may be, how expensive, how amazing, it won't be enjoyed unless and until someone does what? Receives it. Receives it. The Bible said that Jesus came to his own, John 1.11. Anybody remember the rest of that verse? He came unto his own and his own did what? They didn't receive him. Here's the gift. Too wonderful for description. And they said what? They said what? No. No. I know the unsaved world does not understand how insulting this is to God. That God has given the whole. He so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. He gave eternal life. And yet there are millions who say what? No. I I don't want it. And do not receive. Refuse to receive. Well no matter what's been given. Unless it's received. It won't be enjoyed. It won't be experienced. There won't be any benefit. From it. Uh. Why wouldn't people receive such an amazing, wonderful gift? I know some years ago, the Lord impressed upon me to to give a watch that I had to a a, a young minister friend of mine. It was the best watch I had had up until that point. And uh, I was rejoiced to do it. And so I went and uh, I found him and I said, uh, pulled it off. I said, brother... uh, I want you to have this watch. I want you to re- receive this watch from me. And, and he looked down and he said, I can't, Brother Keith. I said, sure you can. You just hold your hand out there and I'll put it in it and you close it and you'll have it. 
He said, no, no, I, I, I just can't. I just can't. And I, I looked at him, he looked at me, and I said, well, why not? He said, I, I just, I just can't. And um, looking back, I didn't know this then, but looking back now, I think maybe he had an issue with things that were nicer. It was, uh, wasn't, wasn't just a cheap watch, it was worth a little bit. And some people do, you know. And uh, I'm sure the Lord was endeavoring to help him with that as well. Right? Yes. To help him, you know, open him up to thinking bigger and receiving some other things. But he just absolutely refused. Would not take it. So I, I, I finally quit pushing. I quit saying anything. He didn't know it, but he irritated me. <laughs> Why? You know, in some primitive tribes today, even to this day, Refusal of a gift is like spitting in a man's face. It's like saying, your stuff is not good enough for me. You're not good enough for me. I don't want anything to do with you or, or have anything to do with you. You know, I maybe, I'm sure he wasn't thinking about it, but he, he's telling, in, in the action, he's telling me, you didn't hear from God. I don't care if you did. It doesn't matter to me if he directed you to do it and if he's trying to set you up for a better harvest down the road. I don't want to be a part of that. Hmm? There's a number of things wrong with this, isn't there? And yet, have you ever heard somebody say, you know, I, I love to give. I enjoy giving, but it's hard for me to receive. So I, I just... Well, if that's true... You got bigger problems than you thought. <laughs> I said you got bigger problems than you thought. Why wouldn't somebody receive? Why wouldn't somebody receive? Let me give you three big reasons. Briefly why people don't receive. One is unbelief. Unbelief. If you don't believe it's real. If you don't believe it's really available. You're not going to try to receive. And there's a lot of folks don't don't receive from God because they don't believe he's real. They don't receive Jesus because they don't believe it's real. They don't believe it. They don't believe it really is there to receive. Unbelief. Then also, people don't receive because of pride. Hmm? I said pride. Why? I don't want to owe you anything. It's not a loan. I don't want to be beholden to anybody. <laughs> you got worse problems than you think. Pride is the nature of the devil himself. It's ugly in the eyes of God. Ugly. And it will prevent a person from receiving. And also, pride that I, I don't want to acknowledge that I need it. I don't want to acknowledge that I can't get it for myself, that I need what you're giving to me. It takes humility, doesn't it? It takes humility to humble yourself and admit and acknowledge, I desperately need what you're trying to give me here. And there's no way I could ever get this on my own. And there's no way I could ever pay it back if I wanted to. That takes humility. 
But does every man and woman and young person on the planet, do they need what God has given? Do they desperately need salvation and cleansing and washing and redemption? And could any of us ever pay for it or earn it or get it or pay it back? So the only way you're going to receive is to completely humble yourself. I said humble yourself. Humble yourself. And admit, I need, I need what you're giving me. Thank God. And I could have never got it. And I could have never paid it back. But what I can do is. I said what I can do is. Anybody over here know what we can do? What can you do? You can humble yourself and be thankful and receive. Do I have any receivers in here? I want to see. Any receivers? Any receivers? You're not too unbelieving to receive, are you? You're not too proud to receive, are you? Me either. And the third one here, and I'm not saying this is all there is to it, but I just said three big ones. Unbelief, pride. A third one is shame. Shame. Many times people have had the the feeling and idea, "I, I don't deserve that. After what I've done, everything I've messed up on, I'm I'm not worthy of that. That's too too nice for me. That's too good for me. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. But that's what the blood of the Lamb does is to cleanse you and wash you. Hallelujah. And make you worthy. That's not something you did. That's something he did by his blood. None of us deserve and merit these wonderful gifts by what we've done, what we deserve. We can learn so much from what's going on here uh, this morning with the children. Children know how to receive. (laughs) I didn't even have to explain that. Did Did you notice that? Children know how to receive. In Mark, the 10th chapter and the 14th verse. Mark 10 and 14. They brought little children to Jesus to bless them, to minister to them. And they tried to say, no, don't bother him. And, he, and, and when he saw it, he was much displeased. And he said to them, suffer, allow the little children to come to me and forbid them not. For of such is the kingdom of God. Keep reading. Verily I say to you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God, how? As a little child, he shall not enter therein. Little child means barely old enough to understand what's going on. We're talking about little ones here. And when he says become like a little child, a lot of folks have taken that and gone numerous directions with it. But you don't need to. What did he say we're to do as a little child? Anybody reading the text? What what are we supposed to do as a little child? Receive as a little child. We're supposed to receive like little children do. Hmm? We just, a lot of people had the giving of presents, exchanging of presents. Did you have any little kids around? Anybody see any little kids? 
Hmm? With presence. Huh? Little ones I'm talking about. Little ones. Like the sheep. Remember the sheep? That's a little child. <laughs> you ever seen any of those little ones when they said, baby, this present's for you. And they backed over and said, oh, no. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't. I could. Anybody ever seen that with a little child? Ever. Hmm? <laughs> ever. You pulled out a big box with a bow on it and you said, here, baby, this is yours. Come get this. And they said, I'm not worthy. (laughs) I've made so many mistakes and messes. (laughs) I don't deserve it. I just can't. Have you ever heard such a thing out of a little child? No, why? Because you have to grow up and get stupid. To act like that. You have to learn some mixed up, messed up stuff from the world and from your failures and your mistakes. You have to learn pride and unbelief and shame. All which are completely contrary to God and His ways and His will. They hadn't been in the world long enough to learn that junk yet. Thank God. So when you say, baby, this is yours, what happens next? Can anybody tell me? What happens next? Paper flies. Is that right? Paper flies. Paper flies. We were just over at uh, some of our family, and there were some little ones there. And uh, they not only opened their presents, they want to open everybody's presents. Is that right? They want to open my presents, Phyllis' presents, everybody. <laughs> And the Bible tells you and me, Jesus told you and me to be like that when it comes to receiving. How many think we ought to follow the words of the Master? Should we take Him seriously about what He says about this? And become a receiver like a little child. When Jesus tells you, I have washed your sins away. I have given you my very own righteousness. You don't go, I couldn't. How could I be right? No, what do you do? What do you do? You go, you squeal. You squeal and go, yay! Yay! And you run and you grab it. Come on, you run and you grab it. And you receive your forgiveness. And you receive your cleansing. And you receive righteousness. And you receive holiness. You come and you run and you grab it. You grab it. You grab it. Forget about pride. Forget about unbelief. Forget about shame. The blood of the Lamb has taken care of all that for us. Has removed that far from us as far as the east is from the west. Oh, somebody say, Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Somebody say, I'm a receiver. I'm a receiver. I'm a receiver. I, I want to see Faith Life Church. The receivingest bunch in the country. Man, God says this is yours. The next thing you hear is paper flying. 
Is that right? You just don't have to tell you twice. I mean, you, you come up and you come out and you throw both arms around it. And you, you start saying, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. None of this devilish pride, I can't, this shame, I'm unworthy. This is junk. I said, this is junk. Don't we think God knew all that? Are we telling him something new? Oh, God, I'm so unworthy. He might say, that's why I sent Jesus. <laughs> Oh, I just couldn't. Yeah, you could if you would. Yes, that's what this is all about. He is our Father. I said, He is our Father. And to Him, we are little children. You may be 80 years old, but to Him, somebody may be a teenager. No, little, little children. It's not a figure of speech. And, and, and when He tells us something, you know what He wants to see? Just like what you want to see with your little kids. Right? You, you want to see them happy. You want to see them enjoy it. You want to see them grab it and exclaim and express. We, we need to work on our expression. And the Lord said this to me some years ago. He, he spoke to my heart as I was reading in the Old Testament about the, uh, the seed of Abraham that was delivered out of Egyptian bondage. And the Lord asked me a question. I don't mean I heard a voice, but inside me, he said, did you notice what kind of people I chose? What kind of people? And I thought, well, I didn't know what he was talking about. And he spoke to my heart further. He said, they're expressive souls. Expressive souls. And he reminded me, if they got mad, they would rip their clothes. They would put ashes on their head, throw dirt in their hair. You could, they, you could hear them wailing a mile away. And if they got glad, I said, if they got glad, man, they kill the fatted calf. You can hear music and dancing three blocks away. Is that right? They shout, they sing, they play, they exclaim. And sometimes people say, well, that's just not me. That's not me. I'm, I'm, is bound the word you're looking for? <laughs> no, when our good father gives us something, huh? We must not say, I just, I, I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm not worthy. I just, I just don't know how. We must not do any of that junk. Nor must we try to play it too cool and go, that's neat. No, no. When it wells up inside you, you need to let it out. You need to open your mouth. <coughs> right? And just live more that way. If it comes up inside us and we see our brother, we see our sister, we see our family, we see our friend. And it comes up inside us and we go... Man, they're precious to me. They're valuable to me. Grab them. Hug their neck. Tell them. Come on, are you listening? When God does something for you, let's lift up our hands. Let's go glory to God. Praise. Thank you, Father. This is wonderful. Let him see some shouting. Let him see some dancing. Let him see some hallelujah. Let him see you receive like a little child. 
Somebody say glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. In closing, I think 1 Peter 1 and 8. 1 Peter 1 and 8. He said, talking about Jesus, whom having not seen, you love. In whom though now you see him not yet believing, you rejoice. Say it out loud. Believing, you rejoice. Say it another couple of times. Believing, you rejoice. Believing, you rejoice. When you're really believing, is it evident? Is it, can it be seen and detected? You've heard me say it many times. How could we tell? You ever heard that before? How, how could we tell if I was believing about it? You'd get excited, right? If you really believe, if you really believe, your name's in the Lamb's book of life. And they're working on your place in heaven right now today. If you really believe, you're going to rule and reign with Him forever. You've been washed so clean and made so right with God. You can come right into the presence of the Almighty as though you never messed up. If you really believed all that, you couldn't say, that's interesting. That's something to think about. Now, that means you don't believe it. To you, it's just... Knowledge, just something to consider, information. You don't believe it. You don't believe it. If you believe it, if and when it dawns on you, something will begin to stir and bubble on the inside of you. What is it? What is it? Joy. Joy. How many understand that an unspeakable gift should... In receiving an unspeakable gift, there should be some unspeakable joy in response to an unspeakable gift. Don't you think so? You, 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 you receive an indescribable gift, you ought to display some indescribable joy. That's just, right? That's just the way it ought to be. That's the way it ought to be. And if you do believe, and if you do receive, believing you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Full of glory. Full of glory. Full of glory. Hallelujah. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. I want us to sing. It is joy unspeakable. Stand up, everybody. It is joy unspeakable. And full of glory. It is joy unspeakable and full of glory.
How many have received the heavenly gift? You have received Jesus and what he's done for you. Well, we don't know who else is in the house. We don't know who's watching by internet or by TV today. How many that have received insist that everybody receive? Just how many would tell them, oh, don't you wait another second? Receive. And don't give us any goofy reason why you can't. <laughs> if you will, you can. So I want all of us to either affirm or reaffirm our faith in believing and receiving the greatest gift that's ever been given. Say it out loud, everybody. Not, nobody silent, please. Nobody silent. And, and somebody might hear me. That is the idea. Somebody needs to hear you. Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me and my words before men, I'll be ashamed of you before the Father. But if you'll confess me before men, I will confess you before the Father. So everybody, every voice, loud enough somebody beside you can hear it. Say it out loud. Father God, I do believe in you. And I believe you have given the greatest gift of all too wonderful for words your son Jesus full salvation eternal life and I receive this gift and I rejoice in this gift thank you for saving me washing me setting me free Oh, thank you, Lord.